Hello, and welcome to a, another startling episode of... Startling! <laughs> I don't know, I was trying to think of something good, of We Only Look Thin. You know, I actually would like to uh, take other songs. Actually, we do this all the time when we are not on the air where I'll take a song and then make it about us. Like, we're your inspiration. <laughs> we bring meaning to your life. We're your... Like, because I'm very humble. I think yeah. That's one of my greatest... And I'm also yeah. a fantastic singer. Right. Both of those yeah, things. Yeah, no. Clearly, totally. clearly true because I'd like to stay married to you. Well, and I think that uh, mental construct is a lot of this uh, weight loss game. We didn't say who we were yet. Oh. I don't think people know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know by now. I am Donald Weigel. And I am Catherine Weigel. And we are married. And we've been married for, well, what seems like a long time. <laughs> Almost 20 <laughs> Almost years. Almost 20 years. And both of us only look thin. We only look thin. We've each lost over 100 pounds uh, in the last two years, and uh, we're still the same people inside, though. And our brain, we haven't evolved at all in two years. We just uh, magically lost weight, and we didn't have to do any brain work. Oh, wait. We no, totally did. That's the opposite of the no, truth. No, no. We had to call ourselves on our own BS. Yeah, and I think uh, we're going to, this will be the first of a two-part uh, series. Is two parts a series? Yeah, sure. For us, it is. Um, about Duplex. the, uh, we're going to take a almost a literal page out of Gretchen Rubin's book and <laughs> talk about the loopholes to weight loss, and essentially that means the lies that we tell ourselves that I have told myself, and that probably you have told yourself that keep you from being able to lose weight. And a lot of that is, you know. I, I think it is most true, and, and I think if, if you think about your life, there's somebody in your life who you see a problem that they have. Like, say they have a hammer, and they keep hitting themselves in the hand with the hammer, and they're like, what do I do? I don't know what to do. And you're like, put the freaking hammer down. Well, I'm talking about your brain hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm very bad at analogies. Your but, brain hammer. <laughs> well, but but here's here's the thing. Our, you know... You have people in your life who you, you see telling the same stories over and over again. Oh, I can't do this because of this. I can't do this because of that. And you know, and you're, you're like, just stop. Like, you're telling yourself a lie. And it's easy to see that in other people, and it's harder to see it in yourselves. And, you know, someone recently um, told me that they, uh, there was no time for them to focus on themselves. They, were do they thought they were doing everything right. And that there was no time to focus on themselves and weight loss. And if you look at something from far away, you know, you can make a blanket statement. There's no time. Oh, it's only this once. I don't have a choice. And the, the truth is, if you get super duper honest with yourself, you do have choices. And the more you tell yourself you don't have choices, the more that becomes your truth. And your truth is a big hammer lie Yes. I'm telling you right now, a, a hammer of truth. Mind hammer, did we mind call it? Hammer. Brain, brain hammer lie? <laughs> the lie of the brain hammer? Um, and I used to tell myself, I used to tell myself all of these lies that we're about to talk about, these loopholes, um, but I used to tell myself all the time I didn't have time to lose weight, that losing weight was a luxury for people who had a lot of free time on their hands. Oh, must be nice. Yeah, must be nice. <laughs> I'm bringing it back, baby. Bringing it back. 
The Borat. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm very sorry. For those of you wonderful people who have listened to all of our episodes, you'll you'll know the Borat voice. Um, It's my where's the beef. (laughs) (laughs) It's your where's the beef, an even less timely reference than Borat. So... Um, and so, but, you know, I am somebody who, when I'm in the middle of working on a, a show, um, I am at work for a minimum of 12 hours a day. Many days it's, it's 14, 16 hours, and I felt like I had an excuse for, for weighing what I weighed because I didn't have the time. And guess what? I found the time. Turns out it was there. And all you have is time in your life. Yeah. And for... Uh... One, one of the things that I have really changed in the last two years, which I keep saying, is that I don't have all the answers. So I am looking to other experts in fields to help uh, expand my uh, experience in weight loss. And Gretchen Rubin has been a very big part of that. Uh, she has a podcast called Happier, and she also has a number of books about self-improvement. Uh, or she calls them self-helpful which uh, instead of self-help <laughs> books, which I actually think is really true. You, you know, if you read, uh, you know, read books about improving yourself, you can't help but take some things away from it. So uh, in Gretchen Rubin's book, Better Than Before, she talks about loopholes to habit changes. And, when- and you know, we're going to talk about them specifically as they relate to weight loss. I think her thing is that you apply them to your whole life. Yeah, we're not, we don't want to know about your whole life. Yeah. We're talking about your weight. Your weight. Weight. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to cover five of her loopholes today. And I think her, her first one is the false choice loophole. You know, I can't do it because I work so much. I can't do it because we've got company coming this weekend. Uh, what, what, how do you use this loophole, Donald? Well, you know, I, like I just said, I can't do it because of how many hours I'm at work. Or I can't do it because I'm just not ready, ready to do it. I have to get myself into the right mental space to do it. You know, there. if, if I sat around waiting for that to happen, uh, I would be diagnosed with diabetes. Oh, wait, oh, wait that actually you totally happened. Were. That is exactly what happened. And it, it is hard to confront the lies that you tell yourself. And I know, you know, as a couple, I, I don't like... A mirror held up to myself. No, even though I am very pretty, I'm told that my, <laughs> you're very oh pretty. My, I'm so face pretty. Yeah, but that's a whole other episode <laughs> on face prettiness. Um, but it, it is hard to be introspective and to own the the what we tell ourselves and that false choice. I you know I'm. Uh, you know, we have a project to work on this weekend. I can't focus on my weight. We're I've going- got family in town, or I'm being forced to go out to dinner with coworkers. Yeah, or, or, or food at, at work is free. I don't even know what, you know, it's the weekend. I don't, how am I supposed to control what I do on weekends? Um, so that false choice, you know, weight loss does not preclude anything else. You can do it in unison with going to college with uh, with working long hours. You do have choices. And when you tell yourself you don't, then you don't. You've got to get creative. Uh, you know, Donald at work brings, you know, they do uh, free catering and he brings in his own food. And sure, it is more work and maybe it costs a little more money, you know, than to eat the free food, but free isn't free. Yeah, I know that I have my own dietary needs and I have to eat a certain way in order to um, maintain you know, slash continue my weight loss. And if I don't do it, then that is not on my job. 
you know, that's not their fault for not catering to my needs. That is my fault for not not planning and not making sure that I'm covered. Yeah, like, what am I supposed to do? Oh, like, be a grown-up and take charge of your life? That's what you, you gotta do. And, and realize that you're going to have to be at work and you're going to need to eat things while you're there. Yeah, not a shock, people. You yeah, eat every day, so... Not a surprise. Figure it out. Um... The next one is the moral licensing loophole. I've been so good. It's okay for me to uh, to do it just this once. Um, nobody's been good. It, there's no you know magical cheesecake that is your reward for good habits. Which isn't to say you can't mindfully indulge in food. But when you tell yourself uh, that you've been so good, you deserve it... Uh, you're, it's just a, a, a story you're telling yourself to justify your choices. Yeah, and it, you know, no matter how good you've been or good you are or, or you know, how bad, it doesn't change the fact that what you're doing, what you're eating is going to affect your body in the same way. There's, there's, no, there's no, you know, calorie god up there that is saying, oh, he's right. He's really been good. This cake is not going to count this time. It's not going to... These calories were just going to disappear magically. Well, it, it doesn't happen. I, uh, yesterday, fun fact, uh, saw a tiny cheesecake, or a tiny, <laughs> a, a tiny carrot cake, and I thought to myself, I've been so good. I've it was a tiny carrot cake, too. It was too. really small. Like, it was probably six inches in diameter, and I thought to myself, Catherine, I've been so good. <laughs> and you know what else would be good putting this in my mouth and then the the uh the shocking truth of the calorie count in this six inch carrot cake uh it was over 2500 calories yeah, for in one little carrot cake and it, that that is miraculous like congratulations carrot cake for you being have not so small. been good <laughs> enough to punish yourself with 2500 calories of carrot cake no and whether i've been good or not it doesn't change calories and how they affect your body so again i'm not saying don't eat the carrot cake but don't just say, don't fool yourself about it don't tell yourself you've been so good that you deserve it you don't deserve anything like it's not about deserving it's 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 hard unfortunately cold facts and science you science. eat it <laughs> you eat it it's still gonna make you gain weight yeah uh so I I use that a lot, especially now that I am at my, my goal weight. Um, it is dangerous because the more you tell yourself you've been good, the more exceptions you make to your rule. So that is something that I am working on right now because uh, I've definitely indulged more. Oh, it's the Super Bowl. It's, uh, you know, I've, I've been good so far so I can eat, uh, you know, a 4,000 calorie hoagie. Um, so yeah, so just pay attention to it. Just change the language. I am making an active choice to eat 2,500 calories worth of carrot cake. That's not the truth something I would do, by the it's, way. Oh I don't my like God, walnuts. So no, good. no, I don't need vegetables in my dessert. <laughs> that's not my America. <laughs> no, no. Um, that's not his America. It's mine. Um, so the next one, we're gonna we're gonna go back to Little Orphan Annie and tomorrow the tomorrow loophole. It's only a day away. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. That's when I'm going to do it. Because <laughs> that's when the sun will come out. It will. And tomorrow never comes because it's always tomorrow. Um, so the, the tomorrow loophole, the, you know what, I'll start fresh tomorrow. I think this happens a lot around the end of the year, too. People people use the first of the year, you know, as soon as the as soon as New Year starts, that's when I'm going to get on it. I'm going to do this right. But for this last week of the year, it's all cheesecake. Yes. 
And I it, don't know where that it came is from. So, he <laughs> revved up on cheesecake. I was rubbing my hands he together. Was. I was, yeah, friction. it was a thing. Um, but the, the tomorrow loophole is, you know, and I've used it too. It's like, oh, I'll start tomorrow. So today I will eat every single friggin' snack in the cupboard because tomorrow it's, you know, magically I'm starting fresh. And there's no, there's no freshness. Yeah, it's like I'm prepping myself for, for deprivation by, by, you know, eating every possible bit of food I can find ahead of time. And, you know, saying to myself again that, that this magical inspiration is going to come to me that I will suddenly, you know, want to do, that I'll suddenly want to eat the way that I've always dreamt that I would eat. Yeah, and motivation isn't uh, on schedule. Like, I have been motivated, I've said, you know, maybe 30 days out of the last two years. But what carries me is just my honesty and my desire to... Uh, to be healthy. And, you know, in the past, if I had a, a day, you know, a morning where I ate, you know, a giant plate of food and felt terrible and then indulged again, you can make your next best choice the next meal. You don't have to burn the entire, uh, you know, boat because uh, it, it got a little bit of water in the hull. Like, don't be a boat burner. Don't be a boat burner. It'd be yeah. funny because there's a lot of water around. It would probably put the fire out. Anyway, there there are better analogies. Um, but, um, you know, you don't have to start tomorrow. You can start with the next choice. Okay, you had a binge. Okay, what's next? Make a good choice. Oh, I had a giant lunch. Okay, for dinner, have a normal dinner. You don't have to start tomorrow. And there's no magical barrier that you're going to break through tomorrow. You know, it's it's okay to to start today and to start small and to start slow. And you don't have to go from, you know, I'm eating whatever I want and laying on the couch all day to five days a week at a personal trainer and 1,200 calories a day meal. You, you do it in baby steps and you start today because today. You, you can't, you know, you can't wait for tomorrow. And you're never going to be your perfect self. It's not like you wake up with some perfect resolve that's suddenly going to be the new you. Uh, you can't sort of decide that. It, it comes over time. Uh, so the next one is the lack of control loophole. I can't help myself. What am I? I'm, I'm a victim. I can't I'm, help myself. I'm powerless to stop myself. I'm powerless. So the analogy that I have made with this, which I love, and I think you're going to love it too, is say, <laughs> say you're a werewolf. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> you know, I'm a werewolf. I, so that sounds exciting. You're, you're a werewolf, and you know that once a month, you are going to turn, you're, you're like a normal person. You're going to turn into a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And you know the date. You know what's coming. Mm, and yes. You, uh, I can feel the moon rising <laughs> as we talk about it. In a it. cheesecake manner where you rub your hands together. So <laughs> you, uh, you don't have control. Oh, I can't help myself. Um, but if you know that when you go to a work function that you can't control yourself, you can prep yourself for that. A werewolf can, you know, buy a werewolf cage at Cages R Us. <laughs> yes, that's a thing. That exists. You know, you can prep yourself and not be a victim of your circumstance. I know that once a month, uh, quite literally, I go crazy. I go crazy, and I cannot make any big world decisions. Uh, I, as your husband, will just say for the record, you're always a lovely human being. I thought you were going to say always crazy. No, but I, <laughs> I know that, that I can't. That would have been funnier. That I uh, make poor choices at certain times of the month. And so I choose not to make big life choices uh, that will affect uh, the economy 
or uh, our marriage during that time. Um, but if you have, uh, you know, a monthly work event that you have to go to, that's a cocktail mixer, and you say, oh, I can't help myself, you can. You can have crudite. You can eat before you go to the event. You can drink water between each cocktail. Uh, you know, you can pace yourself. And if you say you can't control yourself, you are giving in and being a victim of your own mouth. Yeah, you're you're telling yourself the story of the person who can't control themselves, and you you just don't want to control yourself. I've told myself that, I, and the truth is, I didn't want to control myself. I wanted to give myself an excuse to to give in and just eat whatever I wanted. And it is okay to say, you know what, I am going to eat whatever I want today, but just claim yeah. it as a fact, not as a like, oh, I am a werewolf and. I can't help but do what I'm doing, whatever werewolves do. And hopefully by claiming it as a fact that you're more likely to move on from it and get right back on whatever lifetime plan you have of, of you know, losing weight, maintaining weight, maintaining fitness. So the, our last loophole that we're going to talk about is the planning to fail loophole, which is, and you know you've done it, you're like, oh... I'm going to be the boss of my kid's bake sale, and I have to try all the baked goods to make sure they're not poison. Oh, I well, how am I to help myself in this? I'm a victim of circumstance. Like, if you know that baked goods are an issue for you, don't run the frickin' bake sale. Don't do it. Yeah, and and don't, uh, don't give yourself, you know, if you're the cat, don't give yourself the keys to the canary cage or something like that. Yes, the food, and the canary is food. In my case, it is carrot cake. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you can't just say to yourself, well, I'll go to the, the beer festival and I'll just have, uh, I'll just have one sample, you know, yeah. that's not going to happen. No, and, you know, weekends happen, and you know, you run errands and you're running around and you're suddenly starving. Big friggin' surprise. You're hungry. We started keeping healthier snacks in our glove boxes of our cars. We keep uh, beef jerky, um, air popped popcorn, 100 calorie packs, uh, you know, a cliff bar, uh, nuts. We don't keep anything but food. It's ba- basically a portable pantry. Right. Um, but you can either say, oh my gosh, I'm starving and I'm out running errands and so I have no choice but to get Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> Arby's is a thing, right? Arby's is a thing. Um, Not really in Southern California. You but know, yeah. oh, I don't have a choice. I am out and this is what, oh, I, I, what, what am I going to do? I'm starving. I'm out here. You know what? You know that you're going to be starving so friggin' plan for it. Yeah. Bring it, a cooler bag. I used to tell myself all the time, you know, I... I magically am in this situation. How did I get here? Well, I guess I just have to eat whatever's available. You know, I I have found since I've become mindful of it that very rarely am I ever in a situation that I didn't know was going to happen. I know that if I leave the house at 5 o'clock to go shopping that I am going to get really hungry by 7 and I have to plan that I'm going to I'm going to have something reasonable to eat available to me. I've got to be ready for that ahead of time. And it it shouldn't it isn't a surprise. It shouldn't be a surprise and you know yourself, you know how often you get hungry and you have to be you have to be ready for that. 
And you can also, if you know you have a work function or you know you're going to uh, a big party, you know, I used to go places starving because I wanted to, you know, be good, quote unquote, so that I could indulge later. And you can, did you know that you can eat your own food at home before you go to an event so you're not starving? What? It's the truth. And that has really changed that, you know, when, when you let yourself get to that starving point, you're not going to make great choices. You're going to make impulsive choices. So if you, the pre-werewolf you, can at least plan ahead and be self-aware enough to not make those poor impulse choices. Or even if you go, you know what, I am going shopping all afternoon. And the days that I do that, I am going to get uh, Arby's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you love the arby's i, did I not know this don't about even you. know that i've ever been to an arby's uh i just uh the, there's the only one i can think of but this also goes back to to you know the work situation you know it's not a surprise to me that i'm going to be at work for 12 to 16 hours every day and it's not a surprise that there's lots of food around that i i shouldn't eat or well it's not even about a should or shouldn't it's about you know that i've chosen that i don't want to eat Um, and that I need to set myself up for success. I need to plan, you know, to, to be able to eat successfully through a day without, you know, overdoing it and without going over the calories that I've set for myself. Well, and two, it, I can't remember when it was, it was either Halloween or Easter last year. Um, someone I knew bought Easter candy like in February and, they were like, oh, no, I'm eating Easter candy. And it's like, no, you're eating candy candy. Like, yeah. Unless it is actually, like, Easter, it's just candy. It's just you eating a bag of candy. Yeah. And so, you know, don't buy your favorite candy for the family or in case somebody comes over. Don't do it. Because if you can't, like, I, I still have to watch myself. I have lost 100 pounds. And I, I know that if I tell myself I am buying something for my daughter... That's not true. She doesn't even see it. She doesn't even know. Uh, And so getting honest, being purposeful with your choices, making bad choices, but just calling them what they are. And even little things like, you know, we were just at the store last night and I saw a bag of potato chips that I really wanted. And I realized it was it was two and a half ounces, which I know doesn't sound like much, but the bag was, you know, 400 and some calories and then i i decided not to bring that home because i knew i would eat that whole thing in one sitting and i miraculously saw a variety pack that had much smaller one ounce bags that were only 140 150 calories each and i bought those instead and i know i can just open one of those and eat it and and i don't i you know would not feel bad and would would know that I was doing the right thing, and so you know it's that sort of planning to be able to um, set yourself up to successfully eat those chips instead of you know knowing that you're going to eat the entire large bag. So the the big takeaway is the honesty. Uh, whatever loophole you use in the past, be aware of it. Um, you know I can't help myself. Uh, oh, this doesn't count. Don't use that language. Be mindful, be honest, um, and over time it will become more natural to be honest. 
And honestly, I want to end this podcast because I just received two packages from Amazon. I don't know what's in those packages. (laughs) I just, the the self-control that it has taken is more self-control than it is to have not bought that carrot cake yesterday. I want to know what's in those boxes. I ordered it. I don't even know what's in it. don't even know what's in it. don't even know. I'm being honest with you right now. I'm dropping truth bombs left and right. So, uh, so what lies do you tell yourself? What, uh, what can you be more self-aware in your choices at work and at home? You know the weekend is coming. You know you're a werewolf. Yes, you do know you're a werewolf. It's not a surprise. A I were- said woof. Woof, a werewolf, <laughs> like, like L.A., everyone says, yeah. instead of L.A. out here. Um, L.A. So uh, be aware. Uh, own your choices. Stop making excuses. Call things what they are. It pays off. And, uh, and we only look thin for a reason because we love food. And, uh, so we're just dropping truth bombs, hammer bombs, werewolf bombs. Yeah. And next episode we will drop more mind hammer bombs. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's now a thing. Um, and at least uh, I'm good looking because I am not articulate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You're very good looking. So thank you for listening. And special thanks to Gretchen Rubin. Uh, we will, uh, go over the... The six through ten of of her loopholes. I'm glad she's done the work so that we don't have to do the work except working on our brains. So uh, thank you for listening. We are on Instagram at We Only Look Thin. We are on Facebook at We Only Look Thin. Uh, we are. We have a website, WeOnlyLookThin.com, where you can listen to this episode. Please subscribe to uh, our podcast um, if you wouldn't mind uh, rating us on iTunes. That would be super helpful. Yeah, and review us and share. Uh, Weight is an epidemic. I think ni- <laughs> 99% of America has weight has weight on themselves. And, uh, and uh, so, so share this with people. Why not? Why yes. not share? Please, please share. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We, uh, we really appreciate every single one of you. And um, we uh, hope you keep listening. And the best part is that we are an inspiration. Nation. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.